There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be, an Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> I think you are. I think Maddie is. I think he kind of is too. I, I He genuinely felt terrified through this entire episode. There was one point I actually thought he was going to puke on the guest because he was, <laughs> he looked so scared. Yeah, he, his face was kind of off color. Or ghost-like. Kind of. Maybe. Maybe. I think he's afraid of a ghost. We can't call him the Ghostbuster. No. Well, I think I think he went in there intending to be a Ghostbuster. True. Good call. He had to call in reinforcements. He did. Anyways, that would be us jumping pretty quickly into that episode. Did we have anything else we wanted to chat about before jumping in? Uh, yes, we do. We had our book giveaway. Oh, yes. I used my creepy voice. Oh, yes. (laughs) So our winner was Joan Fox. That's correct. Now we're waiting to hear from you, Joan. We have tried to reach out on Facebook Messenger. And if you haven't seen that message come through, please look through your, what is that, unfiltered messages. and Yeah, messages that aren't from your friends, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, unfiltered. Yeah, so look through that. Contact us, and we will get you your book. So congratulations, Joan. Yay! Thanks, Joan. We appreciate you entering, and and we were happy to give it away in the car during swim lessons. Yeah, that was funny. (laughs) A lot of people may not have seen that video. You might want to describe it a little more than that. Oh, you mean like the fact that when I was like, hey, when are we going to do this, and just threw it to you, and you're like, well... This time and this time seems perfect. Well, 5.45 at Pacific Standard Time. Anyways, for us, 5.45 is the exact time swim lessons start for both the kids on Thursdays. Tuesdays. Tuesdays. And Thursdays. And Thursdays. (laughs) I am obviously tired. (laughs) You got kind of beat up this week, too, so I don't don't blame you for... It's been a rough week for me, so... Regardless, somebody fell down and bonked their head. That's an understatement. She was jumping on the bed. I was not. She was listening to the kids' music. No, David was jumping on the couch, and I turned while doing the dishes, and there was water on the floor, and fell and cracked my head on the counter, and landed in the dishwasher, (laughs) and then on the floor. And it's funny to say it out loud now, but man, I was just wailing in pain. And right now, my ribs hurt really badly. Doctor says, maybe a mild concussion. My head hurts. You're going to make it, though. I am going to make it, but I can't wear my headphones on straight. I'm only wearing one ear (laughs) because it hurts. Sorry, babe. (laughs) Can I give you a big bear hug? No, don't touch me. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah... It's it's been an interesting week besides, you know, us not timing our giveaway right, me falling into a dishwasher. Um you well, know at least you're extra clean, right? Uh sure. Sure. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> oh man. Wow. That's all I got to say. Yeah, pretty heavy week. Yes. And then of course, coming off of this whole haunted week, apparently. This week, we are talking about the truth behind the curse. 
Okay, there's been some mixed feelings about it leading up to it and after some people really liked the episode, some people really didn't like the episode, some people were somewhere in between. Where did you land? I thought it was pretty fun. I enjoyed it to an extent, but I don't buy barely any of it. (laughs) But you're the Bigfoot and alien dude. Well, Bigfoot did make an appearance, didn't he? It looked like it anyway. Well, okay. So as we went through and we're trying to explain things, you're like, yeah, it's just Bigfoot. Yeah. In my notes, it says Jimmy Kaiser was attacked by Bigfoot. (laughs) And he never came back to Oak Island. Oh, man. That's interesting. I was going more like he had a really bad, like a night terror. And since he was sleeping in the cot... You know, maybe he banged himself up when he was like, he woke know, up with bruises around. all over his body. Yeah, he may have like fallen and bonked his head, and you know, landed in a dishwasher or something. He might have. <laughs> he might have. And I'll tell you, that hurts, and that would keep me from going to the island if I did it in my sleep. Mm. So, there's that. There's that. All right. Well, besides Bigfoot, there was no aliens. I'm not, you know, personally, I'm not so sure that we're visited by aliens, but I I know that they're out there. How do you know? Because the universe is too big for them not to be out there. So then if it's too big, why isn't it too big for ghosts? <laughs> oh, touche. Dun, dun, dun. I just, I'm just not into the, I'm just not into ghosts. I just don't get it. Okay, so as... I promised to come into this being very open-minded. I promised a few people, mm-hmm. and I did. I tried. I tried. I'm sorry. I tried. I tried. Uh, there are a few things, maybe a hard time explaining. I would. I really wish I could believe ghosts, like friendly ghosts, were a good thing, because it'd be great, you know, to have that feeling of our past loved ones hanging around, like their spirit watching, like chilling with us i thought you were talking about casper or casper Mm. caspy caspy (laughs) casper seems legit casper is also the name of a mattress it is but i like the movie casper from the 90s i haven't seen that in ages me neither but i remember it being fun it's been a while Mm -hmm. okay let's start at the beginning of all this where maddie shows up at the island what he talks to the brother yeah he gives marty a nice normal handshake and then he gives rick a weird handshake like like they're bros yeah like two hands you know like yeah it's it was just it's strange to me i don't know it just doesn't (laughs) seem like something rick would typically do with everybody you know oh man you're down to analyzing the handshakes Uh, you know what? Sometimes a handshake and like hey, a bro hug are awkward, may- but you just, you got to commit. You got to go for it. Maybe he's bros with Rick. Maybe. I guess that could be a thing. That could be a thing. Maybe that's what we should do our poll on. Oh, <laughs> whether or not they're bros. <laughs> okay. So they get to talking about this notion of the curse. Is there a curse? Where did it come from? Do you believe in it? Yada, 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 yada. And Marty... He's like, eh, Rick's probably your better person to talk to because yeah, I don't know cause, where it came from. Marty's like us. He's like, yeah, no. 
Marty's like me. He's not like you. You're okay, the dreamer. I'm probably a little more like Rick, but when it comes to curse and ghost, yeah, no. Okay, so this whole... Okay, I know people are one way or another on the episode, but I think this episode was important to have simply because I've seen a lot of discussion of people being like, where has this curse come from this legend this idea that a seventh must die or all these horrible things happen on the island and when you've got a show called the curse of oak island i think you do actually have to explain it yes explain it address it where did this all come from we see was it clary croft um that's a folk lorist i didn't know i learned something new professions I guess. And that is not a person that works with flowers, right? No, folk. Like a folklore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, And he talks about the idea of the curse being told by others, maybe to keep other treasure hunters away from looking at the area they're in or those who buried a treasure (laughs) to keep those from going there, which is actually the thing that made the most sense to me. Yeah. This guy that has, like, his title sounded the most made up was the one with the best idea. Well, folklores have been around forever, right? Just like fables or anything that tells a story. So I don't think his description was as far out as others, but I think he had a good point about, let's say someone just decided to make it up. If I was living in that time period and I buried a treasure I definitely would make up rumors about that island being haunted and do whatever I could to convince people they should not go there. That, to me, just seemed like, aha. That was my aha moment. Makes complete sense to me. I I think that is definitely where the curse originated and what the curse is. And then it's continued to. (laughs) Uh, It's... It's hard to say, being treasure hunters, we, you know, we kind of chase fantasy and such most of these are real treasure hunters but i guess you know someone that's into the paranormal may say the same thing about that any as humans we're good at making fit see what we want to see very true so again trying to come in with an open mind right yeah 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 so good job that guy Totally, I, I get where he's coming from. We hear about the three fishermen, three, two fishermen. I think it was two. Yeah, it was two fishermen in a boat. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good joke they to saw start. Some, they saw some lights. Saw some lights, and they went to investigate and were never heard Poof. from again. Gone. I think maybe they found some gold or a secret society that paid them off, and they were like, Peace out. You can only live if you can disappear. Or something. I don't know. And they sailed away to Jamaica or something. The I a fishing boat to Jamaica mm. from Nova Scotia. Probably not. Logistics there don't work out. Maybe they bought a much better boat to do it though. There you go. So so maybe. And then, and then they brought back coconut fiber. <laughs> lots and lots, lots of and coconut lots. fiber. Oh, so Maddie's investigating the supposed the supposed curse as he calls it. So it feels like he's coming in as a skeptic but my isn't maddie super into the paranormal he sure is he has a podcast all about it okay so he's got a podcast about the paranormal it's called monster land okay and then isn't he also on a show that has to do with paranormal 
Am I, I wrong? Yeah, I think you're wrong. Okay. I, f- I feel like I've seen him super into this paranormal stuff, so I'm really surprised to see him so freaked out throughout this episode. I well, thought he'd it may have, he may have been hamming it up a little bit for the camera. Maybe. He's an actor. Uh, good call. That's true. That's true. Uh, let's see here. Paul talks about... No, before Paul. Oh, what? Well, we have Nanette Corbett. Okay. The daughter of James Troutman. Oh, yeah. And I was like, who is that? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes. So who's James Troutman? It, it says it literally under her name, daughter of James Troutman, but then it does not explain who James Troutman is. Yes, and whatsoever. I was like, I should know who that is. I I did a very quick digging and something about her being related to someone that did a film at the island or worked with them out uh, there. From, from what I understand, James Troutman worked with Dan Blankenship and Robert Dunfield back in the... I think it was early 70s and he, he while he worked with them they built the causeway and stuff anyway that's paul troutman's dad okay i was gonna say so this is paul troutman's sister that probably would have been a better way to introduce her if you're not going to explain who james troutman is say mm-hmm. paul troutman's sister because we know who paul is we do know who paul is but but he's a relatively new character to our he is and a lot know. of people we were, were like who is Paul? And he just kind of showed up. But this makes so much more sense now that we've had to Google James Troutman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Full circle. Yep. Totally understand now. So that was Paul's sister. Exactly. Chet. And All their right. dad was a big figure on Oak Island in the past. Look at that. I love it. Full circle. Mm-hmm. So much learning. So much. Where was I before, though? Uh, you were going to talk about what Paul was saying. Oh, yeah, the Paul said that the locals have always believed that the island is evil and that it's cursed and have had bad omens about it. I was like, all right, so we've already got this kind of lingering idea that it's cursed. Is this leftover from those saying, hey, it's cursed because I don't want you to find my buried treasure? Or is it just because many weird things happen out there and the fog makes it look super eerie? Or a combo thereof. All of the above. And then uh, we Marty mentions that the only evidence that there's a curse here is that everything seems to go wrong here. <laughs> I was like, okay, you know, that's fair. Ruins people's lives, I think he, he said at one point. <laughs> yeah, I think he said that towards the end, but yeah. uh, Rick corrected him. Yeah. Because they beat the curse. Mm-hmm. They did beat the curse. We, we can wrap up with beating the curse. That was one of my favorite lines, though. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this surprised me that Fred Nolan never spent a night on the island. Seems kind of weird. Doesn't he guy, have a for, house there? For a guy that has a house there, every time it shows that graphic of Nolan's cross, it shows where the cross is and it has a big white dot that says Fred Nolan's house. <laughs> okay, so what, did he just like have snacks, maybe take a nap occasionally? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I want. Is there a bed there? I'm very curious now. It looked like a full-size house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. The, so he believed that the crows were the disembodied spirits of, you know, dead spirits or slaves, slaves that were worked on the island. Yeah, I guess that explains why in the horror movies and in books you see crows all the time and people get the eebie-jeebies. Yep. 
But I'm not big into horror movies either. Me not, neither. More of a romantic comedy or a good conspiracy. I'm not a real horror story kind of person. No, not so much. Not so much. Me neither. And that's going to really disappoint our new friends. We have new friends? Oh, yeah. Our new friends. We've met on Twitter this week. Richard Duggan from the Chewing the Scenery podcast. That's right. You're, I listened to some of the podcasts. It was cool, but I'm just not into horror movies. They do like a review of old horror movies. But he did tweet to us and he said, We discussed Dracula's Daughter from 1936 and we had a great time on this podcast. Shout out to Oak Island Pod at about 14 minutes. Keep up the good work, you two. So they talked about us on the podcast for a couple minutes and he seemed to... It was all positive, so I think he liked it. Yeah, I greatly appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much, Richard. That was cool. I feel like old horror movies, like Dracula or something, I, I could try because mm-hmm. it's not the same as the, like, chop them up and... Yeah, the thing is, I can't do gore. I can do, like, you know, suspense. Yes, so I'm with you. I like the suspense, but the gore, I just... Mm. I can't. I'm sorry. So if anybody has recommendations for these types of movies that are not gore, but yeah. maybe suspense, shoot them our way. Yeah, because like when I was a kid, I remember just staying up late and watching like Nightmare on Elm Street or really? Friday the 13th. Yeah, I would just watch them like it was no big deal. Like, I don't Ugh. know. But now I can't I can't do it. I can't look at them. <laughs> it scarred me or something. I don't know. And I thought it was cool when I was a kid. Okay, but when you were a kid, can you think of any uh, like more paranormal, creepy movies that you liked? Paranormal? Yeah, I, some, I'm trying to think of anything. Oh that man, was... you know what movie scared the crud out of me as a kid? What? Ghost, with Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. I like, can't say I've seen that. You haven't seen Ghost? I have not seen Ghost. It's the one where they're making pottery, you know? It's like well, I've seen Melody, you know? Like the iconic. Okay. images i was too busy playing sports as a kid yeah, to watch you. ghost well the, the movie's not scary it's fine oh, but like at the very end ghost. no at the very end there's like uh the bad guy dies and he sees patrick swayze in like the kind of limbo that he's in okay and he gets dragged away by like these banshees or these wraiths or something and it freaked me out I'm not gonna watch it ever again <laughs> well if you just don't watch it up to that point <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It just, I'm, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'll have to, I keep saying I'm going to watch that. So I will do that. Yeah. I will give that a shot. Mm-hmm. Good or, luck. Gee, <laughs> gee, thanks. I don't, because of movies like that though, I guess I'm not as scared of the paranormal as I am like humans that do horrible things. I guess. Because I know humans are real. Like we're here. We're humans, and there are humans that do not great things. Yeah. Well, haven't you made friends with somebody from the booze and bourbon? Oh, yeah. I was thinking they need a shout out. Yeah, that's that's uh, another podcast, right? Yes. So uh, Connected with Booze and Bourbon, uh, which is another podcast, so major shout out to them. They actually did a Curse of Oak Island episode a while back. I want to say it was episode 40. Mm -hmm. and I went through and I listened to it before watching The Curse of Oak Island, whatever, putting together the pieces, and they were right. 
they pretty much pointed out or they talked about all the things that this had already chatted about mm-hmm. and they called it first. It was definitely a you heard it here first moment for me <laughs> and it was good. Plus That's I learned cool. a little bit about uh, the bourbon they were drinking. Mm. So look at that. Yeah, so they drink bourbon in every episode, is that right? Yes. Well, I've only got into a couple of the episodes, so, so far. I mean, booze, right? Like, B-O-O-S and bourbon, right? So it's about... Boo, scary. It's about, like, paranormal, like, ghosts and stuff. Yeah, and then they also talk about, you know, what it is that they're drinking, what Mm -hmm. type of of, uh, bourbon it is, all that good stuff. Well, I was thinking maybe we should listen to that, maybe we could get on the, uh, like try to understand the paranormal stuff yeah, a little bit more that'd be a good idea because right now i just i'm not buying it but maybe i'm not saying i can't be convinced someday maybe it's, but it's gonna be hard we don't understand <laughs> yeah it'll be hard to convince us but that's okay that we're we're here to be okay, i'm trying to be open-minded guys but hey but that's why those kind of podcasts exist right that's true that's true there you go so we all learn from each other exactly so speaking of Maddie says if anyone he thought wouldn't be convinced of a curse, but sounds like maybe could be, mm-hmm. was Dave Blankenship. Okay. Which surprised me. Yeah. What surprised me is that he called Dave an old pal. <laughs> right? <laughs> and he pulls up to Dave's house. And this really bothers me how fast he's driving the golf cart and doesn't even like put it in park and just walks out of it (laughs) and then i got to thinking why is maddie driving a golf cart is he he's He's, is he not allowed a car on the island (laughs) something like that they're like maddie i don't trust you with a car you can take well did you see him driving the golf cart though maybe you know why you know what that's a good point because man when he he got like ran someone over well when he got dave into the golf cart he starts like flooring it backwards like in reverse and it's like whoa dude and you're like are you even looking where you're going i know there's very few cars out here (laughs) but you don't stand a chance in a golf cart like everybody's driving a truck or an SUV. Or there's a tree. Yeah, or there's a tree. So <laughs> slow your roll and let Dave hang on mm-hmm. as you guys are hightailing it and you park in a puddle when you get to the place you're looking for. Because mm-hmm. they go talk about, was it, where they see the fireball? Yes. Off of the Triton, Triton shaft, shaft, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and that nothing's like a there. 10 to 15 feet wide fireball and hovering in the water slowly moving to shore <laughs> that sounds pretty weird it does and would that I w- freak you out it would freak me out but i want to know what the weather was like that day and what time of day it was because and, and uh what season you, th- you think it's a reflection i'm wondering into the fog or something maybe into the fog or i don't i've seen some crazy water reflections mm-hmm. and for those who believe there was a floating fireball that looked like the sun maybe there was and i just don't understand it maybe that's a ufo thing maybe i just didn't get it at the time oh ufo don't go that way (laughs) oh man i'm gonna be outnumbered ufo well i guess i would explain why there's no scorch marks yeah i guess no maybe Mm. and what about the black mass i know exactly what that was (laughs) So do I. I think we said the same thing when it came on the screen. <laughs> it happened. This is the beginning of the smoke monster from Lost. It is. It got released 
1795 by Daniel McGinnis, <laughs> Anthony Vaughn, and John Smith. Yes. This is how Lost began. Yeah. And so, then they talk about the the white fog, too, you know, but that's... Oh, yeah. That's, that's so, just fog. What is it? The Man in Black and Jacob, right? Wasn't that what I think called? it is. We haven't yeah. seen that show in so long. Oh, but... man. It's been a long time. I'm feeling like we're gonna open a hatch and Dharma Initiative's gonna start rolling out. <laughs> get and... to your get to that old PC and hit enter or whatever you have to do. Right. I mean, they did find a map with It says hatch right it there. It says hatch. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's the line. That's the, the island of the Dharma Initiative. I'm surprised we don't see that symbol all over the place. Right. Well, I don't know. We found concrete in the cove, so <laughs> maybe that's the original bunker. Well, we are we're figuring this out right now. Yep. Yep. But major shout out to the sound, not the sound effects, the uh, special effects this time. Cause... Yeah, not bad, huh? Yeah. <laughs> not. <laughs> How about like the wolf hands on, was it Jimmy's uh, chest? I was like, whoa, someone just buy some gloves. That's Jimmy, over... Jimmy Kaiser, yes. Jimmy Kaiser. <laughs> it's someone has some. Hey, like, don't laugh at him. Halloween. He got owned. No, I'm talking about the Halloween gloves. I just. No, he got destroyed by Bigfoot. Leave him alone. <laughs> Okay, I'm talking. <laughs> You're being a butt. You're mean. <laughs> I'm not mean. I'm just talking about the wolf hands, not actual guy. Okay, he... I'm, I'm kind of laughing too. So we're you better be, because <laughs> wow. Yeah. As soon as that smoke cloud came out, I think we both laughed and we're like, Dharma Initiative. <laughs> that was pretty good. That that was pretty good. So check solve that one. If you haven't seen Lost, you should totally watch it. Totally awesome. Yep, yeah, pretty good. Totes. Dave said he didn't know where the whole the seventh must die thing came from, but uh, some kind of magazine like I, I wrote it down. It's nineteen sixty seven True magazine article that first described that. Yes, and they were saying there was an interview in there with some uh, with a woman mm -hmm. that didn't have a name disclosed so we don't know if a reporter or someone just made it up for hype which is possible very possible it that's how you sell newspapers that's it sensational that's, stories sensational stories true true men's magazine january 1967 if anybody has one of those laying around it's probably worth a decent amount now probably because, maybe you know it's like an artifact yeah, but that, you know, that's only, what, 50 years ago? 50? Yeah, and they're still digging for treasure. Mm -hmm. Only. Yeah, okay, so they talk about seven must die, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, then they went into talking about how, oh gosh, I hope I don't pronounce this wrong. Maynard Kaiser? Yeah, Died yeah, yeah. In, in 1897? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm looking at the a picture of the Oak Island Memorial Stone that mm -hmm. they show in every episode that has the names etched into it of all okay. the people that have died. Okay. So the first name on it is it says unknown, 1861. Okay. So that's like unknown. Yeah, and that's over 30 years before uh, Maynard Kaiser. Okay. Uh, was you know unfortunately perished at the on Oak Island, right? Mm -hmm. So it says unknown. Okay, then there's, you know, we were just talking about Maynard. Mm -hmm. Then there's the Restalls and mm -hmm. the two people that were working with them. So those are four in one day, 
Number five is Kaiser, or, you know, Maynard Kaiser. And then the sixth one, the first one, supposedly, just says unknown. They don't even know who it is. Did somebody actually die? Weird. So are we saying that they just found other remains? Don't know. And then what it about the pieces? could have just been a, like a, a laborer, a oh. helper that just like fell down the pit or yeah. something, you know, and they just never, they didn't. They didn't have records or something. They didn't keep records. They just said one laborer died. You know, that, that was what they wrote down that day That's in the true. journal or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's so many. And like you said, talking about Kaiser, that that story was just sad. And yeah. can you imagine? I I understand why, no, why everybody quit. Mm-hmm. Why nobody would come back. Of course they had dreams. This is PTSD here. I wouldn't go back. I would be scarred for life. It would change me and it would literally haunt me. If you're there, you're trying to pull this guy, your boss or whoever up and plummets to their death. That That is horrible. Yeah. Yep. That would be a big bummer. And then we have 10X, right? Mm-hmm. And the body that Dan Blankenship mm-hmm. thinks he saw down there. And, and then, that one's not counted. Yeah, that one's not because we haven't actually pulled up any remains. So we had the people that were sonographers, I believe. Yeah, the sonar people. Yeah, they came down and they think it's remains, but he I think he was the same guy that was sure there was a chest. Yep. Right? Okay. So until we actually pull that up. Well, John Chatterton went down there and he thought mm-hmm. he found what they thought was a chest and he said, "Yeah, it's just a kind of a squarish rock, right?" Mhm. But I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to understand the seven must die thing right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if there was somebody chained down there and that person perished, mm-hmm. would they or would they not be part of the curse or, you know, and also in last year in H8, the spoils, they brought up two different bones that belonged to two different people. Mm-hmm. One was Middle Eastern descent and the other one was European so they're probably not considered part of the could be counted toward the curse either. Those two and the guy that was supposedly chained at the bottom of 10x would have technically been before the curse, right? Was mm. the thing? Possibly. Possibly. But I don't know. I'm just trying to wrap my mind around the, it. I think the idea is seven people must die in pursuit of. And my assumption is it would be on the island. Okay. Okay. So we don't know if those other bodies were ones that happened to die on a boat on their way over and were just buried there. That's true. We don't know if they were people that perished because they were placing the treasure and not trying to retrieve it. Yeah. So without that knowledge, they can't count towards this supposed curse i'd like to count them towards the curse though and just have it over with i would like to but i don't think that's the way curses work i mean you have (laughs) seen pirates of the caribbean right Mm -hmm. you know people the first one's good the first one's fabulous first one's real good so that's one meh but that's the (laughs) one with the protecting of the goals and you have to put it all back or you're all cursed and Mm -hmm. So maybe every coin they pull up is haunting someone. I don't know. Mm. It's scary stuff. Yep, totally. Okay, what about this idea of Dan 
idea. This fact that Dan Hensky being possessed, even he says, I don't know if it was real or not. <laughs> Who right? knows? Um, anyway, yeah, he said he was attacked by a dead priest and that this he was dead, possessed, or, <laughs> not no, attacked. No, I think he said attacked. I thought he said attacked. Well, you also thought that <laughs> hey, they weren't sh- rubber pipes. Sh- we're not even going to talk about that, okay? Oh, we are. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Dan. <laughs> and about a priest getting his throat cut. Mm-hmm. And he talked about people, you know, legends of people being killed a particular way to protect the treasure. He didn't know if it was that. And it was a priest that had been rumored to have been killed that way, right? Mm-hmm. And that's who he thought possessed him. Or potentially attacked him. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, and that priest guards the treasure now, so which he, could he, be what's at the who's at the bottom of ten X. Yep, and he was getting too close, I guess. I Dan Hensky, I mean, I don't. I mean, he could have had, I don't know, a mini heart attack or medical emergency or something, and never got checked out and felt like I. I don't know. I. I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. I know I'm going to upset some people that are really into this, but I just, sorry, I, I have a hard time with it. I will give you that 10X seems just like a creepy place in general. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I fully believe that what Dan felt was real. I cannot necessarily explain it one way or another because I am not a doctor as much as I may pretend to be. Yeah. Or like to think I am. He had a weird experience. How about that? He did. He had a very unique experience. So. We'll leave it there. He seems to be doing okay now. Yes. He's he's still working the island, so it didn't scare him too bad. (laughs) I'm a big fan of uh, Dan Hensky. He's been there working hard a long time. He was there digging holes by hand. Mm -hmm. Dang. That guy's hardcore. He is hardcore. Very, very hardcore. Yep. So... Then we had the, oh gosh, what's this guy called? The parapsychologist, Brian Cano. So we had Brian Cano, parapsychologist. That is a real thing. Mm-hmm. I looked it up like there's degrees. Yeah, I started typing it in with my phone mm-hmm. and it like it filled it in. You know, wow. so it's like obviously people looked it up. Well, I'm not talking about Google. Like it was just like something I could slide my finger across the phone. It was in my dictionary of my phone. Oh, OK. So that's, it's a real thing. Was folklorist in there too i didn't try but i kind of doubt it i don't know i feel like that's a more real realer thing yeah well anyway i was uh when when brian came up i was thinking oh my gosh it's half the ghostbusters right here (laughs) so i was trying to cast them in my head i don't know that you know the characters of the ghostbusters very well but i think that brian the expert that came in is Mm -hmm. the egon because he's like the nerdy, smart one. Okay. And that Maddie was the Ray. And Ray was kind of like the... Well, he's smart too, but he was like kind of like shocked about a lot of stuff. And was like, uh, 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 kind of... <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I haven't seen the movie in a long time. But that's those are the impressions I got. And, you know, they're kind of... They're Ghostbusters, right? Or at least Ghost Hunters, so... Yes, so here's what I'll give him credit is Maddie says he thinks he knows some people who understand this stuff. Mm-hmm. My first thought was, I hope you know some people <laughs> because I think that's 
the point here. And my favorite line of the entire thing from Dave Blankenship, let's find the boogeyman. (laughs) So they bring out, like you said, Brian. And at least with them bringing Brian out, as far as someone to investigate this type of stuff, he does seem to have the experience and credentials within that area. Sure. If I was looking for someone that was an expert there, I he seems to, you know, tick the boxes. He had a lot of experience. He does lectures and teaches and all all the things and has been doing it a long time and seems to have a pretty good record so if that's what i was looking for he's he seems good and he had a sweet like utility belt belt ready to go i knew you'd be jealous of that i was totally jealous i want a utility belt belt i can't <laughs> even say belt is that because Obvious... you, you hit your head i was gonna say i think it's because i hit my head <laughs> and it hurts to breathe but Aww. whatever <laughs> oh wait don't laugh it's gonna hurt worse you definitely don't want to laugh like last week oh yeah that that was good. I recovered, but yeah. then I didn't, obviously. So so they come out where the, he takes them in the golf cart. Mm-hmm. Over to the swamp. Over to the swamp. And the swamp is? Drained. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. So I think that's kind of a hint for future episodes of this season. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they're doing stuff in the swamp. You know, this is not... They're uh, waiting for it to finish draining out. It looked pretty, pretty empty. Yeah, it was I pretty think it's ready for him. Empty, but I'm sure it's still swampy. Yeah, but probably still stinks. Probably, do- maybe a little less. Maybe because it's less wet. Yeah. Anyways, so they go out there with his Swiss Army knife and the Mel meter. Mel meter. I was just looking for like what is that thing called? Mel meter. So yeah. I I uh, I wrote on my notes dot dot dot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's, it, t- it changes temperature or something. Like it can detect t- temp- temperature. Temperature changes, changes and that's uh, supposed to tell you a spirits around you or something. Okay, so what he had first said when they got there is they would be doing some thermal temperature readings. It's something we do with when buying homes too. You'll see an inspector often come come by with their infrared. Not with their mail meter. <laughs> okay. It's usually, it's just for infrared okay. and, you know, looking for leaks around windowsills, making sure that, like, when you point it at a vent, it's getting warmer when you turn on the heat, yada, yada. And in case you guys don't know, Deidre sells houses for a living. Doesn't <laughs> yes. she sound like she knows what she's talking about? Yes. I've, I've seen a few things. <laughs> okay. I've seen a few things. Yeah. Anyway, so I was like, okay, that makes sense. I also know when you get around large bodies of water. It's funny that that makes sense to you, and he was trying to find ghost whiz. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm just saying I understand the technology. Oh, gotcha. And what he was saying there. So I was trying to wrap my head around it. Mm-hmm. And then what else did it do? Oh, yeah, um, EMFs. So we talk about that, too, when people are near power lines. Okay. And they're concerned about... That's what the millimeter does? Yes. Oh, okay. It's, so it's going to read the those types of energies. So gotcha. it's a thing that comes uh, for people that are concerned about it. Yeah. Uh, there's been some health concerns involved when you're around too high of EMS for a long period of time. That's why those that are near power plants usually have it read around their home. Mm. Anyways... Interesting. No power lines right there. 
And so I guess when a person dies, the idea is that there, was it the electromagnetic field is embedded in the environment around where they pass. Hmm. I know nothing about that. Me neither. Okay. <laughs> I think we should just move on to the next thing because okay. I don't get it. Okay, you don't get it, but what I wanted Maybe to say... Maybe booze and bourbon can explain it to me yeah, sometime. Yeah, actually, they may be able to. I bet you they could. I bet they can help us. Anywho, what I was going to say is in the swamp, it didn't look like he was having much reading variances anyways. Mm. So they did their... Then they did the EVP session. EVP. Okay. So I used to watch a show called fact or fake the paranormal files yes a lot i loved that show i binged it i watched every single episode it was really awesome oh i loved it okay i loved it it was so good because they did a lot of like bigfoot stuff they did a lot of ufo <laughs> stuff but they also did a lot like it seemed like almost half the stuff was ghost stuff so okay. i'm i'm familiar with them doing these evp <laughs> sessions where they just go and Start talking, I'm talking to with thin air. Yeah, they yeah. go and talk, start talking to thin air. They're talking to spirits. Well, okay, they are. <laughs> but okay, I'm like I don't want to insult them or anybody else because it was a good TV show. It was a lot of fun. Okay, and I, and I, I can know, tell you're passionate. Oh, I loved it. It was so good. I wish it would come back. Oh man, we could make a podcast about that. No, oh, so good. I just it is I'm so good. good. Not okay. anyway. So like. I'm just familiar with the what they what what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I, I've never been, I've never bought into it, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm glad they tried some of this. One thing I will mention before we really dive into this a little bit more. I saw at least one funny message on uh, Twitter. I can't remember who tweeted it, so sorry about that. But they were like, "What are these guys doing? Like they're paranormal." Uh, EVP sessions and stuff during the middle of the day. I uh, will agree with that. Like, come on. Every show that does this stuff, they do it in the middle of the night with, you know, night vision cameras and, like, you know, the yes light lamps to their faces, you know, where you know, all you can see is, like, their green face and their black eyes. You know, well, that's, any that's of like those <laughs> shows. Yeah. I mean, Josh Gates has got a couple of them, right? You know? Yeah, we're finding Bigfoot. They go out in the middle of the night. They howl for Bigfoot and they... You know, it's just they have like a camera that's hooked to themselves, like over their shoulder, pointing at their face. And, you know, it's the dead of night. That's yes. just kind of how they work. Well, if there's a curse, I would expect it to be fully alive at night. Mm -hmm. But Maddie seemed pretty freaked out during the day. <laughs> so maybe that was part of it. Or maybe they couldn't get Brian for the evening. Or people were like, I ain't filming at that time. Equipment doesn't work out there. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. But I'm with you. Like, the at least part of this should have been done at night. But Maddie kept being very consistent that he needed to get off the island before it got dark yeah that's true he did it's that was one of the things he said right at the end of the whole episode so i don't know hey um so anyway when they started doing that evp session mm -hmm. at the swamp mm -hmm. did you look at anything other than them when they were doing it because if you notice if you look right over their shoulders like the the tall grass or mm -hmm. the trees or the, you know, the wind is just howling. It is. I was noticing how, that. How the heck are you going to hear a spirit over the wind howling like that? Like if that's what you're aiming to hear. Well, yeah, it, of course it's going to be super windy and especially they're right on the shore on a small island. And 
I, I was like, okay, if anybody, anything comes out of this session in particular, like the one where they're at the swamp, yeah. it is way too windy to credit it. Yeah. That was my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I was like, huh? <laughs> but, you know, at least they went to some places that they were a little bit more covered. It's true. So where they go next, 10X, which is the creepiest of places. Yeah. Well, that's where they, they discuss uh, the lost smoke monster once again. Mm-hmm. Dharma and, Initiative. Yeah, and they... No wonder. They, 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 they ask a bunch of questions. That's where they hear the voice in the EVP session mm-hmm. that where Brian says, he thought it says, chain this. Chain them. Or, or chain try- this? <laughs> what? My bad. Okay. Chain this. What? What? Like, what are we chaining? You, you need to calm down. It's chain them. Okay. Or chain... What was the other thing he thought it said? Well, at the end... Marty and Rick thought it said Jason. Yeah, I heard like chain them, like chant them or something. No, I could definitely hear Jason. But I heard Jason after I heard that. But again, it's another thing. We fit it to what we want to hear. And it's like Laurel or Yanni. Which is it? (laughs) Laurel or Yanni? I don't remember. Every well, this was debated everywhere, so I, know, I feel like, like maybe I the heard, poll should be heard. chain them or Jason. Okay. Yeah, no, it was Jason. Okay, I agree actually, but yeah, well, I'm sure we agreed on Laurel and Yanni too. I doubt it. I just it. don't remember I which one it was. I think we had also disagreed on what color the dress was. You know, was it blue and black or gold and white? It was blue, or was it? It was. Could it be? That it was two colors. I have good vision. You do not have. Just to be clear, Dustin is probably legally blind without his glasses. He does not. I am have not good legally vision. blind. I think you just might be. Okay, I might be, but like I could see <laughs> could real good with my glasses, and it was blue and black that dress. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I do think it was blue and black. Yeah. Duh. Okay. Tenex smoke monster. We heard a crow after they asked. You know. Give us a sign, mm-hmm. and since crows are disembodied, yeah, but it's, I don't know if it was there or if they, if it was after they went to the money pit to do their final bit of the red investigation. Mm-hmm. But Maddie's like, I'm freaked out. I want to get out of here. He said that a few times. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Okay, so let's talk about that. They go to the money pit, and they're all at the top of the caissons and talking into it. Yep. And... Maddie gets very scared because he hears the hers because he hers because he heard a giant bang. Did you notice Brian didn't even jump? Yeah, because he probably kicked it with a steel toe. Totally boot. on board with that, <laughs> especially since he said, "Now you've been, in, you know, initiated into the paranormal investigation." You have arrived. You have arrived. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you totally did this on purpose. That or one of the crew members is totally like wanting to mess with them. So when he's like staring intently, someone like threw a rock down underneath. Yeah, something like that. Oh, I'm willing to bet that. Yeah, well. And if no one did, the pipes definitely could have just been expanding, contracting. Like Marty said? Yeah. Yeah. You know, my favorite part about that scene at the money pit hmm. doing their investigation so they're trying to do an EVP session, mm-hmm. and they, uh, Maddie says, "Are you the person we found the bones of of Middle Eastern descent?" Okay, that's one <laughs> yeah. of the questions he asked. It's okay. It's not. Don't don't quote me word for word, but he said something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I, all I hear in my head is, 
no, I'm the European. <laughs> or, or I hear like, huh? Because, okay, if he's Middle Eastern, he probably doesn't understand English. That's okay? true. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Why do the spirits respond in English? <laughs> yeah. Well, the ones that spoke English would. But okay. the ones that, the Middle Eastern guy, okay, maybe he knew English. Okay, but what about the French people or the, I mean, yeah, a lot of people spoke more than one language, but I don't feel like <laughs> they were going to articulate in that manner. Hey, are you a ghost? Huh? You don't know how it is. Maybe I am. I don't think maybe so. Maybe that's my secret. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, weirdo. <laughs> Maybe now you'll never know. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Okay. The shadow knows. Mm. Please tell me there's some other shadow fans out there. Dustin thinks I'm crazy, but I'm a big fan of the shadow. Shadow's okay, but no. Superman's way better. Okay. Shadow's okay. Alec Baldwin was not a fantastic shadow, but the shadow is awesome. Okay. Because he knows. Mm. He knows. He, he everything. probably does know. That's so, good. So if you, if you go find the shadow, ask him if the bones that they found of the <laughs> Middle Eastern guy, if that guy's down there to chat with, maybe he'll chat with the shadow. The shadow would know. I will find out. Mm, okay. I'll let you know next time I see him. Okie dokie. <laughs> hey, so one of the things that Brian was saying to Maddie, he's like, like this is kind of at the beginning of the EVP sessions that they okay. do, but he's like, I hear chatter. You know, like, no, that's when he, they're reviewing. Oh, yeah, when they're reviewing it. That's yeah, right. well, he calls it evidence review. And it's dark out, by the way, when they're in the research center doing evidence review. Yeah. Why are they there? I don't know. Shouldn't they be scared and run, run That's off? probably why Maddie looked so scared through that entire time. <laughs> Remember, that's when it looked like he was going to puke on him. That's right. Especially when he said, I heard chain them. And he was like, no, no, don't say that. That. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, okay, well, this one wraps up back in the war room yes. with Rick and Marty. Mm-hmm. And the thing that, one of the things that Maddie said was, I'm being very careful not to leap to conclusions. Yeah. I think he is, <laughs> he's not leaping, he's like doing the long jump. No, he's he's trying to present the facts. Yeah. And, already, but what he's presenting he's already Marty is not buying. Yeah, no, not at all. Like he looked totally <laughs> crushed when they he asked, "Where do you stand on a curse now?" He's like, "Meh." <laughs> you know what's really funny though? Mm -hmm. Before that though, Maddie says, "I've done a lot of research about the curse." And then he says, "I've talked to Dave." <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Huh? That was his research. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to Dave, so I'm good now. I'm all caught up. <laughs> all caught up. <laughs> uh, Let's go find the boogeyman. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. And he explains what EVP is to them. Yep. And you get, they go, okay. <laughs> now let's, and then they go to listen to what he has to show them. Mm -hmm. And basically, I don't think he, he didn't share the chatter, right? No, he did not. He which... just shared the chain them. Yes. The... Which or, they're both like, I heard Jason. Jason. <laughs> but then what I didn't like is the flipping. He, It's like he agreed with Brian, and then he's like, yeah, I heard Jason. <laughs> I, I don't like a good, well, I don't just, like a flip-flopper. Hey, he just got initiated into the paranormal research community, okay? Yeah, and then he, he, had, he flops. Yeah, but 
while he was with the guy, he had to agree. You know, you, sometimes you get peer pressured into just saying what they Don't want you to say. Don't give in to peer pressure. Oh, duh, right? Yeah, I know. That's the lesson of this. Yeah, but, yeah, and then we did touch on how Maddie looked pretty devastated when Marty thought that the expansion and contracting of the metal in the money pit caused that bang. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked crushed. Yeah. He, he needed a hug at that point. He did. I felt really bad for him. Like, I can truly appreciate his enthusiasm for Oak Island. Like, he is a kid in a candy store mm-hmm. anytime he shows up there. Yep, but, man. He is. He's very excited and he's very passionate about it, you could tell. No doubt. Yeah, but then I think the very last thing he says in the war room right before they leave, mm-hmm. or actually as they're leaving, he says, it's getting dark and I'm getting creeped out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he so creeped out? I don't know. I'm Someone that's into the ghost, I, he probably he should probably want to just stay the night there. I thought so, unless he's like truly scared. I guess of well, the last guy that stayed the night there apparently got attacked by Bigfoot. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. Because I know, I know. Dan has been there <laughs> for a very long time. Maybe he turns into Bigfoot at night. Maybe it's like a werewolf thing. <laughs> what? I can't even. Oh. Now we're just doing crazy talk. Ow. <laughs> you that okay? Hurts. So. Sorry. Don't be funny. It's mean. Um. Maybe I could be the witty one going forward. No, that no. is my title. Okay. <laughs> even when I'm not being witty. Yeah. So that was the episode, mm-hmm. and it was fun. It was fun. It, it wasn't as terrible as everybody made it out to be. No. Like, there's so much negative posts about it on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere. No, I totally, I agree. I think it was necessary. Yeah, it was because fine. of the curse. Yeah, and you know, big whoop. It's it's one hour that you don't, one week you don't get a normal episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, no big deal. We move on to the next week. We get a fresh episode. It's gonna be it's gonna be great, and it's gonna be fine. But we didn't have Robert Clotworthy. And we didn't have Gary, and we didn't have Jack, and we didn't have Peter Fernetti. <laughs> okay, but Robert's always there. I we know. always have a could it be or, you know, I know. whatever it was. Actually, we haven't had true could it be's in a long time. No, but we didn't have any extraordinary speculation either. Yeah. Which was highly unsatisfying for me especially coming from a podcast called could it be yeah maybe we shouldn't even post this episode because robert clotworthy wasn't a part of it i think he will forgive us yeah i think we must soldier on yeah we well, we can't even have a clotworthy moment this episode i know like i'm actually very bummed about that yeah well we'll we'll figure something we'll else figure out. something out something to vote on it's it's coming soon yes yes so you want to talk about the next time on Oak Island again? Because I'm pretty sure we talked about it last episode. <laughs> we did. They gave us a little tiny extra footage, I think. Mm-hmm. They showed t- um, going and having the parchment examined Yes. Uh, by some professionals. And they said medieval. Ooh. That's exciting. That is real exciting. That could correspond or that can correlate with the uh, that with Tori's P-Rock, right? <laughs> Because that had gothic script, right? From medieval. Medieval gothic script, potentially. 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 Or it could be someone's fireplace mantle. (laughs) 
or the Ten Commandments. You're still on that? Yeah, because when I gave up on the aqueducts, they showed it on the next episode. So let it go. I, I can't. Let it go. Because one of these times we're gonna get a graphic of that, and then mm-hmm. I'll be like, "I told you so." Okay. Well, I'll wait for it. That'll be fun. <laughs> Maybe that'll be a next season thing. Maybe or the one after that. Anyway. Then the money pit collapsing. Ugh. That's scary. Yeah. The whole like the pipe looks like it's kind of. St- angled a little bit after the ground falls out well you see them pull out and there's like sunken ground all around it yeah like that is intense intense that's a sinkhole you know how when you're a child you like in the movies such as the never-ending story and there's quicksand and in all the cartoons, there's quicksand and people sink into it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's okay. not a problem I run into everyday life, okay. but it is a problem okay. in the money Where's pit. the quicksand in the Neverending Story? Uh, where the horse dies. It's not. It is not quicksand. That is quicksand. No. Yes. No. It's like it's like tar or something. It's like it's black. It's totally quicksand. Black quicksand. We cannot trust you. What was the horse's name? I don't know. Horse. Yeah. No. I think it was. <laughs> you have no idea. Look, he tries I, to do this to me. Okay. I know who rode the horse. That was a tree. What's the name of the big white dragon thing? Balcor. Okay. Well, you know some stuff. I know the important things. <laughs> and I know that was quicksand. You seem to not know when pipes are rubber, so okay. we can't trust okay. you. Okay. You know what, everybody? Deidre's the one that takes over the Instagram for our podcast. Go to the Instagram. I don't know how it works. Okay, Go but to go... the Instagram. <laughs> that tells you something. Let's just kind of like, let's go to the YouTube. What's on the Facebook today? Like, really? He thinks your Twitter has a page. It's a Twitter feed. It's a handle. Do you know what a hashtag is? Anytime I talk about like anything that relates to, uh, like I had to explain to him what a CRM is, just the very basics of life. And so he's going to try to prove to you that I am less worthy as he's over here laughing hysterically because he is doing well in the Twitterverse because that's oh my gosh it <sighs> anyway i can't i can't just tell her it's not quicksand on 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 the instagram okay <laughs> on the oh instagram did you hear Ooh. that tell her it's not quicksand on the instagram oh, new man. hashtag on the instagram okay jeez you might as well Ooh. at least make it on the uh, gram i got like... i got tears yeah. oh my gosh wow Ooh. no <laughs> Thanks for keeping that going while I was over here and I couldn't breathe. Yeah, no problem. We'll take turns <laughs> each episode who has the giggle fit. I guess. Oh, my Man. goodness. Wow. That's that's um, <laughs> that's interesting. So next week, they go looking for a anchor. Yeah, they do some underwater exploration. Are they looking for Randall Sullivan's entrance that might be underwater now? Maybe be part because of, of the ice holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yes, so maybe, except for the entrance is probably going to be 
something to do with the giant things of concrete in Smith's Cove. Maybe. Could it be? Could it be? We'll see. Maybe. <laughs> you're a poet and you didn't know it. So are you. Maybe that's why you're killing Out of the blue. it on the uh, Twitter there. Duh. No. Anyways, what else do we have to talk about? Um, well. How about our clotworthy moment from last week? Wait, before we do that, Aww. like, I just want to talk about our give book giveaway again real quick. Okay. So, like I said, like we said, we haven't heard from Joan yet. So, Joan Fox, please get a hold of us. If we don't hear from you, we should probably do another drawing, but let's give it like two weeks. Okay. And so I just wanted to touch on that. We didn't, you know, we didn't have any real rules for the drawing, but yeah, we should do that next time. Yeah, we do want to make sure somebody gets it, and if we can't contact Joan at all and she doesn't know, then we do want to get the book to somebody. Yes. So two weeks and counting. Yeah, two weeks from today, I guess. What's what day say? Twenty second. Yes. Okay. All right. Two twenty two. Two twenty two. All right. So that's what we would like to do. Anyway. You want to talk about clotworthy moments, huh? Yeah. How about, I, I don't want to talk about clotworthy moments. That's great because um, I'm pretty sure that the two options were rubber pipes and something else. You only remember? No, or does because it, not it doesn't matter because rubber pipes won by a landslide. It was another flood tunnel. Okay. Well, it won by a flood tunnel. Because yeah. if you listen to the episode, you would know the proper vote was rubber pipes. <laughs> so anybody that voted for flood tunnels clearly did not hear the previous episode, I've decided. You think? I do. Hmm. Or maybe they just felt sorry for you. Yeah, probably. It was pity votes. Could <laughs> be. Flood tunnel was pity yeah, votes. Yeah, so like... I'm not too happy about this result, so I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> like, I just, I'm just looking up the results right now, and I'm not going to bother, like, adding them together and finding out what the true average was, you know, the true percentage. On Facebook, it was 76% rubber pipes, 24% another flood tunnel, and 69% rubber pipes, and 31% a flood tunnel, another flood tunnel on Twitter. Yeah. So, yeah, we actually uh, probably should play the clip, too. Rubber pipes. <laughs> so rubber pipes won. Whoopee. Woohoo. Okay, so You were right, I was wrong. I won't ever say it again. It's over. Well you will because this is being recorded. So I can play it as many times as I want. It is now the soundtrack of my life. Yes. Aww. My life is happy. Okay, you now got me. Uh, we've got a real conundrum here. Yes. We don't have a Robert Clotworthy narration for this episode. I'm sure we could figure something out. We can. What should we vote on? I think we should vote on the Boogeyman. Yes. Because Dave, that I would say that's my favorite quote. So Dave says, Let's find the Boogeyman. Let's find the Boogeyman. Mm-hmm. And, and then Maddie Matt, says... Yeah, Maddie replies... All right, I don't know if I want to find the boogeyman. I don't think I want to find the boogeyman. Yeah, so... Dave versus Maddie. Find the boogeyman or not. Let's vote for... Let's do that. All right. To boogie or not to boogie. <laughs> that is the question? <laughs> that is the question. So is that like a Shakespeare thing? 
Yeah, because so Shakespeare's like it's it's Shakespeare's manuscripts. Mm-hmm. So we have to? found Shakespeare's manuscripts. And it's to boogie or not to boogie. That is the question. <laughs> I think I did I just like be French right there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really you, not sure. You definitely did not speak French. Okay. <laughs> no, not speak French. That's what you said. No, I said be French. Oh, be French. <laughs> you mean try a French accent? <laughs> yes. Okay. But I, not I on purpose. Said, I thought you said I, I just speak French. And I was like, no. Did I just definitely English? <laughs> definitely spoke English. Was not possessed. Oh my gosh. And Still not French. Oh, man. Wow. That's, that's funny. That's unique. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> wow. Okay, so anyway, those are the not clot-worthy moments. <laughs> uh, I guess that's what the hashtag will be this week, the not clot-worthy moments. <laughs> hashtag not clot-worthy moment. Okay, so then last but not least, I guess we should tell them how to get a hold of us. Or do we have a review to share? Maybe? We have reviews. Yeah. You guys are the best, by the way. We've had some great emails. Yes. Some reviews that we we read all of them and we love them. And I'm going to start sharing some of them on Instagram because I want to share the love. Totally. I do want to say thank you to one of our listeners. His name is Ben. He lives in Tennessee. And he replied to us and asked us about... How he can help us find that treasure we were talking about that we think is in Tennessee. So thank you very much, Ben. And I did send you an email back. Go check it out. Reply. And then we'll tell you where you can maybe go look to find buried treasure. Yeah. We we love teaming up. I guess the floodgates didn't open. But I'm I'm we, glad Ben reached out. We got one reply. So. Well, that's all we need. That's all we need to get boots on the ground. That's right. Hopefully he lives near Nashville. Hopefully. Hopefully. Anyway, so thank you, Ben. And I do want to read a couple of reviews. These Great. ones are going to be from Facebook this time. Great. So we have Stephanie. She just simply put, good info, nice people. They aren't there to make fun of the show, the cast, or the narrator. It's great. So thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. Love that. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, we definitely don't try to make fun of the show i mean we poked a little fun at maddie blake tonight mm-hmm. but we everything's like in blake. good fun yeah. like we're we're nice people totally or we try to be yeah we try and uh i think we succeed so the the next review would is from val and it says love the energy and knowledge of the hosts of this podcast it's so much fun to hear so much enthusiasm for the show and for the hunt especially for gary drayton the real bobby dazzler of the bunch he is a bobby dazzler if you love the show you'll love this podcast so thank you val yeah isn't that nice thank you i love hearing that stuff we love to be a positive force yes and if you can go and leave us a review as well, you know, we're happy to read it on the air and it helps us a ton, especially our iTunes reviews. Those are a really big deal on in getting us noticed by other people. We- yes. The reviews, like you said, the subscribes, uh, the downloads. We've also just recently changed hosting platforms. So... If you can't hear this, well, I guess you can hear this because you're listening to it. If you're having a hard time finding it or a friend you know that loves this podcast is, please let us know. 
Because we want to make sure everything's nice and seamless. Yeah. And, you know, if something does happen, which we don't think it will, but just resubscribe or, uh, you know, let, like, like we said in the last episode, if you have a friend that is into Oak Island as well, just share us and hopefully we can uh, start to grow even more. We've already seen a lot of growth since we started and we just want to say a quick thank you for all the support. Yes, for all the support, for the feedback when we hear, you know, what the things you like or you don't like, it helps us get better. Yeah, because we've already said it before. We were brand new when we started this. This is our 14th podcast ever. That's like a fortnight worth of podcasts. Yeah, yeah, we're over half. You know, if someone wanted to listen from episode one through the end of this episode, Mm -hmm. they they could almost do like they could do like over half a day. They could, but they should not listen from episode one. It's called binging. Yes, but episode one was kind of rough. Yeah, a little bit. It was fun, though. It was fun. we got to start somewhere, I guess. Everybody does. So, anyway, um, you were going to say how they could contact us? Yes. Uh, since we've already told you so many times we like hearing from you, best ways to get a hold of us, of course, is on the social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram. We are at Oak Island Podcast. On Twitter, you can find us at Oak Island Pod. And then we also have email at Oak, Oak Island Podcast at gmail.com. I was going to say it with you together. <sighs> Lame. Yeah. And then we have a website. Mm-hmm. oakislandpodcast.com you see a theme going on here i bet you, you could also find us on youtube for when we start releasing some video content yeah we need to do another one we I think, definitely I think do. it's about time it is it is about time yeah if you haven't seen it already if you're new to the podcast go to our facebook page or our youtube page and type in like if you go to youtube just type in oak island full house Mm-hmm. And that'll get you to our video, but we only got about a thousand views on YouTube. On Facebook, we got like twenty eight thousand views. Yeah, that so, was a little yeah, crazy. That was, that was, you know, a lot of people really enjoyed that video. So they it, loved Billy. Oh man, who doesn't love Billy? I know Billy's my hero. He's pretty awesome. Hey, we didn't like. Uh, you know how Billy has his wall, mm-hmm. and Laird has. It's not as concrete. It's his wall, and then okay. And then we had Dan's Bone last episode. And <laughs> yes. So what's Maddie's? Maddie doesn't Is it find Maddie, Maddie's golf cart? No, you have to find something. Oh, you have to find something, duh. <laughs> like, and he didn't find a ghost, so he can't have Maddie's ghost. Mm. Maddie's That's true. moments. Maddie's scared. Maddie's... Yeah, they didn't really find anything. I'm sorry, Maddie. Maddie's EVP. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> his uh, Jason or his chain them. Did you say his Jason? <laughs> or his chain them. Or, well, it's okay. You also thought it was like chain it or <laughs> chain thing or yeah. what? No, no Maddie in chains. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. Nope. Sorry, Maddie. You don't get anything. Well, maybe next time. Hey, I... he almost had it. Maddie's gun. Remember for that first episode? <laughs> <laughs> But then it turned out to be like <laughs> Maddie's pipe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was like the first drilling down of the season. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. He's out there with Jack Bagley and Gary Drayton metal detecting and he gets all you see remember that double take he did? Yes. He like freaked out. <laughs> it's like whoa whoa. Like yeah. Yeah. 
That was, Love that, the enthusiasm. That's the most so. memorable moment of Matty Blakely's season. Matty's me, enthusiasm. It, it, no, it's just his double take. His double take. Yeah, that was that was priceless. That's so. funny. All right, let's wrap this up and let these people uh, stop listening to us. And I think they enjoy it for the most part. <laughs> or else they wouldn't keep tuning in. Good call. Yeah. So until next time. Could it be... records of Gilbert Hedden, the U-shaped structure, a triangle-shaped opening. All right, you know what? I, I think I know some people who understand this type of stuff, or at least try to investigate. Let's find the boogeyman. All right, I don't know if I want to find the boogeyman. <laughs>